Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Picture Perfect. Mike, we're on episode two. It's crazy. It's last week was very went very well. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I am Bobby Gross. I'm alongside Mike, the Mike, animal. Mike, the animal Batista. The animal Batista. Two and T's. Well, three T's, but two T's next to each other. Yes. Yes. That is correct. Yes. And uh, we're here. We got a Lion King review coming up. Yes, we have. We uh, just saw it today. It we was, did. Uh, it was a thing. It we... was. Got there a little late. Missed right the... in time. I right don't, in time. Uh, it's a Disney movie, though, so I expect the previews we missed were all either Disney-focused or very like family-friendly movies. Yeah, we. I'm sure we didn't miss much, and... We're also going to be talking about a few news stories. We're going to talk about all of the trailers that came out this this week. I mean, it was just one after another. Uh, we had, we're in the middle of San Diego Comic-Con right now, and unfortunately, uh, we're recording right before the Marvel panel uh, happens tonight. We're, they're assuming, uh, or I'm assuming, that they're going to announce their whole slate for the next few years. And uh, we'll try to fit that in. Ne- we'll, we'll put that in next week. We next definitely week's will because um, the only Marvel stuff I've seen this week uh, was in reference to the Ubisoft video game that's coming out for Avengers that doesn't have any of the character likenesses. Yeah, and also yeah. one of our news topics that we will talk about, which yeah. broke before Comic Con, so we, we had enough time to gather that information yeah. and talk about it for today. And uh, but before we really get, dive into this, we just want to thank all you guys who have reached out. And said so many kind words about the show. It means a lot to us. Uh, you know, it is a lot of work. Um, you know, editing and getting together, making sure that we have enough time during the week to record the show. But all the nice things that we've heard throughout the week make this all worth it. It's all for the fans. It is. It is all for the fans. and uh, Not the fan. The fans. The fans. Multiple fans. There are dozens so. of us. Yeah. There are, there are a couple. There's at least 40, apparently. Yeah, around there. Uh, you guys can subscribe to us on iTunes. We got approved on Tuesday of last week. And uh, we're all set on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on there, Apple Podcasts. Uh, rate us five stars. That would really help out the show. You can also find us on Spotify. And as far as the social medias, we're on Twitter at PickPerfectCast. And on Facebook, we're at PicturePerfect. Give us a follow there. Um, you'll be all up to date with the news, uh, what we'll be discussing on the next show, and uh, I don't know. Is I'm disappointed in any... you. You used to do YouTube. It's supposed to be, you know, smash that like button, leave a comment, subscribe. Uh, ring the bell. Click the ring bell. The, ring the bell. Get the notifications on the videos. And speaking of the YouTube, actually, uh, next week, a little spoiler alert, uh, we'll be reviewing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And hopefully, we'll be going to the Alamo Draft House. And we're, right now, we're scheduling to uh, shoot a little vlog of our trip to go over there. We're doing the Lorenzo Brothers? We, not necessarily, the YouTube thing. It's a YouTube thing. This is how the people, the kids these days get popular on YouTube. And, uh, Are you telling me that we can be the next Jake, uh, Jake Paul and his brother, who I don't remember? Uh, do you not know who that is? I do know who that is. Okay. I, I, I hope, hopefully, you know, I don't think we have going into a suicide forest on our list of things to do. We can go into the river. That's pretty close. The fake river. We could go into that. <laughs> we'll come out with a few extra limbs and maybe an eye missing. But, uh, yeah, so you're going to want to subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We're at Picture Perfect on there. Um, we're going to try to grow that channel as well because you're going to be seeing not only 
uh, our podcast on there being uploaded on that channel. But also, like I said, we're going to try to do some vlogs on there to special occasions that we go to movie related things like going to Alamo Draft House next week in Brooklyn uh, to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that should be fun. Subscribe on there. And uh, I don't know, is there any more cleanup to, to do, the, Mike? No, I think we should get right to the news. All right, so let's get to the news. We got a bunch of trailers. We got uh, It Chapter 2, Top Gun Maverick, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, The King's Man, not to be confused with King's Men, and of course, Cats. Now, we're not going to go into each one in depth all that much, but uh, just broadly... What would you say, Mike, was your favorite of the trailers, and which one was your least favorite? Favorite of those five? Um, I'm going to say my fa- my favorite was probably... The thing I'm most looking forward to is probably It. Okay, and that, uh, that's coming two. out in uh, September. So it a is, couple yeah. months. Uh, I'm, I am not a horror movie fan, per se. I'm, it's not something that I, I'm not usually big into being scared however especially when i was a little kid i hated that stuff mm-hmm. uh as i've gotten older i've gotten better with it uh and i remember like when it first was announced i didn't want to see it but then it was right around time clouds became creepy again and everyone was doing right. pranks and then um did it, you, it became did you, a cultural thing did you grow up with the miniseries is that why you were kind of hesitant with the movie because you don't know because tim curry i mean my god as pennywise in the in the miniseries was just excellent. Well, I didn't grow up with it per se. I mean, I, I saw it when I was a kid, yes, but okay. I, it wasn't something I associate with my childhood. And Tim and like uh, Tim like Tim Curry in it was creepy. I hate clowns. I don't like clowns. I like clowns. I don't, I don't li- mind them. I don't like clowns at all. <laughs> and so, but when I saw the first one, I thought, you know, this isn't. There's jump scares in, of course, but like it's not cheap. It's right. like playing to the character, and I feel like it's not. It's not trying to be mean about it, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Sure, but did you find did you find the first it scary uh, as a child? Yeah, no, but uh, the oh the, the first the yes, first the first movie uh, of this yeah. this series. Yeah, I okay. did. Uh, it was a lot of like in your face horror, and there was also a lot of psychological stuff. Like sure. I don't want to go into spoil territory, even though it's older. But um, there were just points where it was uh, like the. Part with um, the TV talking to the kid with the father sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. That part was terrifying. Yeah, there was a, definitely a few moments that were scary, but I wouldn't say that I was any in any point in that movie scared. I don't think horror movies can really scare me. I can be disturbed. Like uh, the other week, I just I've never seen Carrie. Right, the original Carrie movie, Ooh, and I got like ten minutes into the movie, and I had to turn it off because I wasn't scared. It unnerved, but you. it was it was unnerving. It's kind of like a Clockwork Orange. I watched that all the way through. I will never watch that movie again. But it, I didn't feel that way about it. But I can definitely see why, especially with people kind of like you, Mike, who are scared of clowns. I mean, I couldn't imagine like if you're going to see this movie or, or these movies, how 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 you would feel, or even why the hell you would go in the first place yeah well to be perfectly honest like the first like the original it i feel like i feel like the new it the only time it really does anything with him being a clown is the part in the sewer the Mm -hmm. original it really just makes him seem like a deranged clown killer who's like trying who's like got supernatural powers and i guess because it was kind of I don't want to say it was set more in reality, but it didn't feel like it was as supernatural, especially like the part with the kids, yeah. like the original. When you get into this new one, the first part in the sewer, oh, that reinvigorated like the whole 
oh, I do not like clowns. But then as it keeps going, and it starts to get more about him just mess, uh, him just torturing these kids, like at the projector. That's not only is that the clown thing. That's like, oh, it's not just he's a clown. It's because he's a terrifying monster who can just bend reality. And ha- you you didn't read the book, right? The no, book. no. Well, it's pretty much known that, uh, and especially with the miniseries too, you can kind of tell where uh, the adult part of the 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 story isn't as intriguing as growing up. I think there's just something about like the coming of age, kind of like Stand by Me kind of vibe that you get. Well, w- Stephen with King Pennywise. does. Stephen King does, does that, that very well. Yeah. Very well. Um, it's adult stuff with him is hit or miss. You either get, uh, The Shining or you get, um, the one with the trucks trying to kill people. But the point is, you know, the, the adult version, which we're going to be seeing in chapter two, uh, in the books and the miniseries was not as well regarded than the first part. So I'm going to be interested, uh, to see how it's handled in this movie at chapter two, because especially in the books, it didn't, it kind of touched on it at the end of the miniseries where it gets super weird but the book is absolutely wild um i read the book in like sixth grade which for like a school project oh. which i was deranged I, catholic school they're letting me <laughs> read it yeah, oh now oh you're right and it's also like uh, maybe like eight nine hundred pages long i read the whole thing and I don't remember too much, but there's specifically one scene that everybody knows about that is deeply disturbing. That it's, I don't. It's, it's in the adult section. Yes. Okay. Um, that, but it, I think it's in the it's in the adult section. But I think it's a, a kid flashback. Um, I don't think they're gonna do it in this movie. But um, I I'm really looking forward to this. It the first it a couple years ago was a lot of fun. This one great cast. You got Bill Hett. Bill Hader, Jessica Chastain. Uh, you got a bunch of character apparently, actors too. Apparently, that are just this is awesome. the most fake blood they've had in a movie before. There, there. It's. I think Jessica Chastain was on like Conan or something, and she said something like the in one of her scenes in this upcoming movie, it's thousands of gallons of blood for this one scene, and it's like the most fake blood ever in a horror movie. That's impressive. Which is crazy. And I think you get a little um, clip of that in the the trailer, yeah. but not much. Yeah. But that's that's something that I think is going to really have people talking. Yeah. So I'm excited. I will see this. I don't know if I'll see it in the theater with you, because you'll make fun of me. Uh, I can't guarantee that. Yeah. I, I can't guarantee that I won't make fun of you, I should say. Uh, I, if anything, I might sit behind you. That's fine. Yeah. And then I'll, and then when I hear screams, I'll just turn around and give you a thumbs up. Or, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's audio, I can't do it. But, um, yeah, just give me a thumbs up. Or if you feel like the back of your seat get kicked. Yeah. Uh, and least favorite, what would you say? So you still got Top Gun, Cats, Jane Silent Bob, and The King's Man. Well, I'm gonna disclude, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna discount The King's Man just because, like, I've not invested in any of those movies. Right. Just because nothing, really, I've never seen any of them. Um... Honestly, probably cats. Cats. Okay. And it's like we're, we're going to start this conversation. Yeah, now. let's just get into this because I feel <laughs> it as blew though, up the internet. This trailer. I, I saw the. I, I just saw the trailer before we started recording, um, but I'd seen the blowback, kind of like something else last week, where I, where I've seen. A lot of times, I won't look at stuff that people are complaining about because I'm like, I don't need this in my life. Uh, but it's funny because. Everything I know about Cats is that it's a weird musical with people in weird costumes and, like, really good songs. Mm -hmm. And when I see the trailer of, like, this horrifying animation slash CG, 
<laughs> and I just think to myself, well, you got what you came for because they aren't. Of course, they're going to do this right. because, like, that's what the that's what the theater is. Like, that's what the play is. Would you just like? There's I. Would you want to see a movie version where they're in the same costumes as the theater? Then just go see the theater. I guess so. I think one of the biggest problems that people have been having is that they're having their cake and eating eating it too as far as um cg wise because they cg you know the the actors faces onto the cats but at the same time they're running around in practical sets so it just looks off-putting it's like, like candy valley it, it is and it <laughs> it's just hilarious how bad the cg is as far as the face onto the body goes it looks like a really shitty job of a deep fake that they somebody just uh, on their computer took uh taylor swift's face and put it on a cat body and that's what it is and it's it's brutal it I'm, is terrible. I, I've seen worse because I'm I go through the dregs of the internet and I see like bad animation. I I I've watched animations that are like this is probably made for a tax loophole sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And I've you know looking at this, I can see there's money in it. I can see it doesn't look good, but there it's there's money, and I can see like technically it's very like well done, but practically i don't think it looks that good Mm -hmm. but i could see that like it's there's effort in it at least like you could see when they're moving around like you could see like the fur moving and i'm like okay it's not cheap i think all the cg of the bodies is good yeah i don't think anybody has a complaint about that it's the fact that you're seeing you're seeing judy dench james corden Rebel Wilson as cats. You're seeing Judy Dench it's as, bizarre. A, as a cat wearing a fur coat. <laughs> it is weird. Like, and it's just a weird mix of people to begin with. You have Idris Elba in here. I mean, it, it's it's just Idris, off-putting. It's a musical. They've got good musicians. Sure. Uh, not music. They got good singers. singers. Yeah. So I'm like, this. I've never. I've never had any desire to see cats. I've made fun of it for years without seeing it. I know. Like one song in it because like it's the Moonlight song like everyone knows trailer, yeah. yeah that's the one song I know and I forgot it was from Cats I just it's burned in my head I know it from School of Rock that too <laughs> um, but it's just this the, the whole premise of this musical is weird so it doesn't bother me that this movie looks weird because I'm like you know so the fans of this musical are gonna see this and they're gonna say. Oh, it's it's a giant leap. Oh, it's so artistic. But like peep, regular movie people, it's like regular theater people yeah. going to see Cats. They're Be- going to think Cats is weird. It had a long run on Broadway too exactly. back in the day. Yeah. So like, I, I think the same thing is going to happen here, where Cats fans are going to see the Cats movie and think, "Oh, it's incredible." But everyone else is going to think, "Oh, this is trash." But here's the thing: Do you think that the people who are just really bemoaning this movie and memeing it out? Aren't these people also going to see the movie just to see what the hell this thing is? Yes, definitely. So uh, they're getting both sides. I was I was going to go see the Sonic movie. Like I made fun of the Sonic movie. I was going to go see the Sonic movie. I was going. I made fun of. Um, uh, I've I made fun. I made fun of the Emoji movie, and I watched it on TV. I, I wanted to see it in theaters, but I just never got the chance because I was in college. But like, I will see the trash I make fun of because I want to have more material. And it's just. 
I feel so bad for Jennifer Hudson. She's doing a beautiful rendition of this song. And oh, this, oh. she she is just and but then you see towards the end she's belting out and then you just see the face on the, the body. Lips, the lips. And it's just brutal. The soundtrack for this movie is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean I've never I actually remember my mom had a uh, VHS tape of this sh- of the show. I think they might have recorded the original Broadway show. They usually do that for Broadway. Yeah, I think she had the tape. I remember the opening number, uh, and that's it. So I can't say and what's the opening number. It's uh, I don't even I don't want to say it. Like you're don't, not gonna put it. me on the spot like that. But it's just, they're, like, talking about cat stuff. They're like, uh, angelical cats. Da, 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 yeah, exactly. Da, da. So that's that, that that's song. the other song people know. But, like, those I are the only two no- that I know. Th- those are the two songs people know. I don't remember they're from Cats. I just think it's a song. It's it's weird. Um, I'm definitely going to see this. I'm, I'm, I'm completely taking a dump on this trailer. But it's one of those movies that you have to see to believe. And I am going to be there. Uh, opening weekend to see would this you damn see, movie. Would you see this at Alamo Draft House with a bunch of cats in the theater? You know they're going to do some kind of themed party. <laughs> you know they're going to do something like that. Ye- maybe like some like a three course meal. Ye- maybe a tuna tuna can. Yeah, and like maybe, a, a roasted a glass fish. of milk and like a fish like a oh. a- Alamo. Pay us. Pay us. There you go. If you didn't think of it, we just gave you the best idea. Oh, totally. Um, so that's <laughs> that's cats. That that's probably my worst uh, trailer too. Like, I mean, come on, there's yeah. no redeeming that trailer. So, what's your best? Um, I would also say it chapter two, but uh, just to briefly talk about the King's Man because I've seen the Kingsman movies. I really like them. The first one, uh, Secret the uh, Secret Service, is great. It's one of my favorites of that year. Uh, the follow up, the second one, wasn't as good, but I still enjoyed it. This looks completely different. This is a, a prequel to these movies. It's a completely different tone. It's like a war film. Um, but I'm intrigued. It, if you had no idea that this linked to the franchise, um, and even if you you had, like, I mean, it's just completely different. So you, you don't even, I don't even think you have to see the Kingsman movies to watch this one, because it's just so, it's a prequel. So, you, you know, it's yeah. stuff leading into the, the current ones, but... This looks this looks pretty cool. I'm I'm are impressed. You, are you the kind of person where someone should watch something in chronological order or order of release? Uh, I would say order of release. Okay. Because a lot of times when if you like say for prequels, right, you'll there's going to be stuff in there that will inform uh, the original ones that came before it that are intentionally put in there because those movies did come before. Yeah. So um, I, I would I would always say chronologically released. Uh, but you know, some people go with Star Wars. They'll start at one and then build their way up, which is just insane to me. But I, I would go with uh, movie release date, and uh, because I'm sure the Kingsman, you get a little glimpse at at the end of the um, the storefront of the Kingsman. So, but like, I mean, that if you're watching the movie, I'm sure it's just it is what it is. But as someone who's seen the movies, I'm like, oh, okay, I recognize that. Um, but as someone who hasn't seen the movies, are you, are you intrigued by, by this trailer or no? Um, I'm intrigued as much as I am the other Kingsman movies. It's too many people have told me to go see Kingsman. It's, I, 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 I've, I have a a desire to see a little bit, but it's, it's not something I'll go on my ways. If, if it, is it on Netflix or anything? 
Uh, I don't think so. So, like, if if I had a movie streaming service, it was on there, I might do it. But you know what? Uh, it's uh, a Fox property, which is now owned by Disney. So you might see these Kingsman movies go up on the uh, Disney, Disney Plus service. That, oh yeah, put later that right, in the year. Put that right next to Mulan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, like, well, I'm probably not getting that because I don't want to. Mike, it's six dollars. I don't care. Seven dollars, whatever it is. I don't care. You're I getting don't... the Marvel shows. You're getting Star Wars shows. Oh, do I? Hey, can I get an ESPN deal where I get my ESPN Plus? You yes, just need they're to get probably it? gonna bundle I'll, you know, it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Fine. I get ESPN Plus. Give it to me. They'll probably bundle that. They'll bundle Hulu all together. But they, you'll get three services oh, right there for like. Maybe a I bet you it's gonna be like thirteen dollars, and you get three services. $13 you want to do that? Uh, I, I would debate it. I would debate that. I already get ESPN Plus for five bucks a month, so why not? And then uh, we had Top Gun Maverick. I don't think we have much to say about that. I really don't like the original movie. It's fine. I like the original. I just don't This trailer care. was weird. It was very self-serious. It was very self-serious. The first movie is also self-serious, but, like, it doesn't... It, it's, like, it wants to be serious, but it unintentionally isn't. It has the 80s seriousness, yeah. which, which isn't serious at all. We're... But this one is, like, actually, like, I mean, it has a little, yeah, you have the volleyball scene in the trailer, right? That obviously is a callback to the original, but, I mean, that that's probably going to be the limit of the you, cheese. You have the 80s movie, which is, you have these serious scenes, and Tom Cruise is, like, about to lo- is losing his mind about stuff. And his 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 way to cool off is to jump on his bike as the sun is like blasting off in the sunset. I'm like, this is a serious movie. But no, it's not. This madman is is doing is uh doing the fighter pilots. He's actually in those airplanes doing the stunts himself in this trailer. I, this Tom, guy this guy is almost sixty years old and he's doing this. Kind uh, of Tom stuff. Cruise is controversial. I will never not say that he's he's a fully committed actor. He's a fair. I will. He's a lot of. He's the same in a lot of movies, but as far as acting wise. But then, what carries him, or what has given him this longevity, is doing these unbelievable stunts. Yeah, and yeah. it's that's. I think that's what a lot of people go to his movies for to see what the hell this guy's going to do next. Oh yes, oh yes. And uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. You know, it's, it's fine. I I'm more of a clerk. Couple fan. laughs. I'm more of a clerks fan than Jay and Silent Bob. Perfectly honest. I'm glad we yeah, stopped. Me too. After, I'm glad we stopped after two. Um, and I think one is still like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I got into arguments in college very vigor like vigorously about how someone wouldn't watch it because they don't like they don't like um, Kevin Smith. And I go. Mm-hmm. No, you should watch it. Like you don't like newer Kevin Smith. Like his this, old stuff is so this good. Old, his old stuff is totally not like that. It's literally black and white, and it's set in seat not seaside. Uh, like uh, it's down the shore. Down the shore, like at the, at the beach for people not in New Jersey. Yeah, when we say down the shore. That's what exactly. That means. But it's just so good. It's it's so different, and I loved it. But like, yeah, I whatever. I'll probably see it at some point. He's having fun. There's a lot of pe- there is a ton of cameos in this trailer. The best part about Kevin Smith is that his early stuff when he was still new was when he first started getting those cameos, like mm-hmm. when he got Stanley. Yeah. Like that's that was a magical moment. Now that he's made it, that's not it's not going to have as much weight. But he's also friends with everybody. Oh yeah, he's have, a very likable guy. You have Chris Hemsworth in here. Ben Affleck is back. I mean, Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck had a falling out years ago, and I guess they patched things up. Yeah. You have Matt Damon, who is, like, the king of cameos now. He's in, like, every movie. Like, I mean, Thor Ragnarok, he shows up. He's in so many little uh, cameos in movies. He was in Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, he was, uh, what, uh, Loki in the the stage play. Oh, I didn't know that. 
You were today years old. I was today years old. Oh, baby. <laughs> but Matt, da- Matt Damon is just popping up everywhere in these cameos. So I, I don't know hey. if this is going to be a cameo or if he's actually going to have a role you know, in good, it. Good on Matt Damon. I, he deserves he, a break. Yeah, and, you know, the, the trailer's fine. Yeah, I mean, the trailer's it's, fine. It's, it's, it's the kind of humor that you would expect from Kevin Smith. It seems like he hasn't matured any since, you know... Jane Silent Bob strike back. Well, I don't the same expect. Kind of I don't expect Jane Silent Bob to mature. I expect like he's. But the people around him can at least mature. Not maybe not those characters, oh, but you know the, yeah. the writing is still very you know um, early two thousands. Yeah, mid two thousands. I don't know if if all this humor is going to land. In there was that one. What was the religious movie that Dogma, like, Dog, which is my favorite. See, Dog. Yeah, Dogma is mixed with like those dumb people, and then like also kind of sophisticated a little bit. So it's like yeah. you know. But yeah, it's got some stuff to say about religion. I yeah, I, I would say uh, Dogma and Clerks are my two favorites. Yeah, Chasing Amy is really good too. Although Have apparently it doesn't it. hold up as well in 2019 anymore. There's some stuff in there that's like I don't know, but I haven't seen it in years. But when I saw it, I really liked it. Yeah. Um. So those are all the trailers, but we also got news that uh, speaking of Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi is coming back for Thor four. Yeah. Which I guess was probably going to be one of the big announcements at the Marvel panel today. But it got leaked. Of, of recording today, Saturday. Uh, but they leaked it out, whoever. Um, what did you think of Thor Ragnarok, and what do you think about Taika coming back for Thor 4? Well, I told you last week that I had the, um, I had the, I don't want to say honor, but I had the, like, I watched a lot of the Marvel movies back to back because I caught myself up. And so mm-hmm. I saw Thor 1, 2, and Ragnarok, like, pretty close together. And I don't think the Thor movies are as bad as people say, but Ragnarok's definitely the best one. Oh, yeah. Um, and It's probably top five Marvel for me. It's very good. It's very it's hilarious. Good. It's, more yeah. of a, it's more of like a Saturday morning cartoon or like a straight-up comedy than a Marvel movie, which I like. Yeah, and I appreciate that there was just... There were jokes in there that, like, didn't get tired out. There were, it knew when to keep going. It knew what bits were funny to keep around for the entire movie. It didn't. It, it knew where it had to go, and uh, yeah, I think that's. Oh, and also, just uh, not, not uh, to, to talk about like the director, but like the color palettes. Like it was the oh, most yeah. visually inspiring. Like it's like straight out yeah. of a comic book. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of Taika Waititi. I've seen all of his movies, and you can definitely tell in Ragnarok that that's his humor. His brand of humor is definitely there. Um, I would definitely uh, recommend you guys check out uh, movies called Hunt for the Wilder People, which is great, and also uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is probably one of the best comedies of the last 10 years, which also has spun off into a TV show on FX. Uh, I love Taika Waititi, so I'm I'm really happy that he's coming back for Thor 4. But it's going to be interesting, though, what they're going to do with this movie, because you also have Thor with the Guardians right now, and it's already announced that Guardians 3 will be coming out uh, in a couple of years, so where Thor fits on the timeline is going to be interesting. Well, Guardians 3 was supposed to be out by now, but yeah. but, but there was that whole kerfuffle, so I have a feeling I think it's that... 2021, I want to say, so, that it's going to come out. So, is Thor, is Thor 4 supposed to come out before that? That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, mean, think it, I think it has to be delayed. We'll get some clarity, uh, I'm sure, at the panel today. They're going to have a, the whole release schedule, they, but so this is going to be very dated, what my, we're talking my, about right now, because everybody's going to know my, this information. My, my dad, Dave Batista, really messed up that schedule. <laughs> The real animal? The real animal. Your animal junior? Animal junior. When I saw my dad just come down at WrestleMania and he like ne- and get beat up by uh, Papa H, it was very sad. 
Yeah, so, uh, and also speaking of Marvel, uh, Lashana Lynch, who was um, a character in Captain Marvel. Yeah. She was uh, the best friend to uh, that character. She was the goose of that story, pretty much. Exactly. Uh, you know, the, the internet blew up because apparently she'll be playing 007 in the next James Bond movie. And here's the thing. We saw, spoilers for Spectre, we saw at the end that uh, Daniel Craig walked away. So, he's probably still in retirement. I'm sure, this is my theory about what's going to happen. I'm sure once he retired, they uh, instituted Lashana Lynch's character as 007. Not necessarily James Bond, because 007 is just the agent name. So, I'm sure what's going to happen is maybe she dies in the beginning of the movie and they have to bring James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig, back uh, to fill in for 007. I don't think that she's going to be like the 007 going forward. It would be a little bit weird um, and a little bit cheap. Uh, But I'm also, I really, to be honest with you, I don't really care. Uh, I'm not the biggest James Bond fans. I really love uh, Casino Royale. I really love Skyfall. I've only seen the Daniel Craig movies. Um, I don't really have the need or feel the need to watch the older ones just because uh, from what I see online and clips that I've seen, it's extremely dated. Oh, yeah. Um, So I don't think I'll ever watch those old ones. But as far as this new timeline of James Bond... This is interesting news, but I think that the backlash that this news has received is a little bit overblown. So, I mean, G4, uh, back when that channel existed, they had a Bond-a-thon a couple times, and I remember I watched those old ones, and I thought, they're very dry, they're kind of long, and like... Very sexist. Very... Oh, the Sean Connery <laughs> ones. The Sean Connery ones are just amazing for that. Uh, but if you... I remember people want Idris Elba to be 007, mm-hmm. and now you've kind of got that, and it's a female, too. And I'm just kind of going that. That's cool. I'm fine with it. I don't care. I, I like James... I like 007 movies. Like, I, I like 007 movies. I don't like 007. I, I think... Fair. I haven't even seen all the Daniel Craig ones. I just think that they're fine. Uh, I think that he was a good actor to play a spy, because he kind of looked the part mm-hmm. uh, I don't know much about this actress besides that she was in Captain Marvel I so. think that was like her big breakout she's done a little couple things in, for BBC or something like that but this was like her big performance her big role oh she's British yes she's British oh well that makes sense actually of course you're not gonna make an yeah, American of course, you're, not- <laughs> you're, you're not gonna make an American it's like making an American god the riots in the street of uh, London would be unbelievable it's like making an American Doctor Who just can't do that Ugh. No, you can't um, but no, I, look, I, I don't care. I'll probably see it eventually. I just, it's fine. I just feel like James... I'll see, I'll see the clips on YouTube of the chase scenes that I care about. Yeah, because that's really the highlights. You're not going to get much. I mean, with Casino Royale and Skyfall, those were good stories, but you also got two stinkers and Quantum of Solace and, um, Spectre. So it's been, it's been very hit and miss, these, uh, Daniel Craig movies, but I just feel like James Bond is outdated. We have so many better action franchises right now that if you were to just take a long break from James Bond and revive it somehow, maybe like five, ten years from now, I think that would be fine because we have, you know, we have series like Mission Impossible, again, Tom Cruise, just doing some crazy stuff in those movies, and it just seems like James Bond is, is is a relic to me. 
or at least my generation. I don't think our generation really cares that much about James Bond. We'll see it. We we yeah, just we'll don't. We're it. not invested. No, no. I mean, and this is like, this is more of like England's. That's this is uh, the UK's franchise. Yeah, and you know, it definitely has an audience over overseas here, but I, I can't say that I actually care. Yeah. Um. And then lastly, I know you wanted to mention BoJack Horseman real quick. Yeah. Even though this is a movie podcast, Mike is a huge fan of BoJack, so he's got to he's got to shout out his uh, his people. Yeah. So BoJack Horseman uh, recently, the Emmy nominations came out, and BoJack Horseman got nominated for the uh, award for pretty much like outstanding work in animation. Like it's a singular episode; it's not the series itself, and. I am very happy that I finally got some recognition because BoJack's been a series for the past four or five years that has been really too niche than it really should be. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I know you watched like the first few episodes and you yeah. kind of bowed out because you feel that it was like the first few episodes were very like cutaway gag, and that's true. But it's really over time developed into this really good satirical look at Hollywood life events, um, not not political culture, but just. Um, overall like how the world works and it's very cynical and i love it so much and the episode that got nominated is actually a very unique one so the episode that got named nominated is something called free churro and the fact this got nominated for an animation award is fantastic and stupid at the same time because the kicker about this episode is that the entire premise is it's bojack horseman the main character giving a monologue at his mother's funeral (laughs) It's literally 21, 22 minutes of him speaking at a funeral, going off about life and how... It's almost like a stand-up bit, and there's parts where he motions to the like, guy off to the side to make the... You know, and it's so deep and personal, and it's real, and it's coming from an animated horse, and it's it feels so dumb, but I love it. And Will Arnett is amazing in it, and... Honestly, I really hope it wins. It's going to get body slammed by Adventure Time, though. Yeah, I've tried BoJack, and I can definitely see its appeal. Um, And I've heard the same thing, that it gets better each season. It's just, I've tried that those first few episodes maybe three or four times, and I just can't get through them. I understand that. And I'm a completist, too, so I can't, can't, you know, just jump to season two and skip season one. I tried to go back and rewatch them. It does get rough. Like, the the second half of the first season is where it gets better. And, like, there were reviewers when the show first came out that gave it, like, a C-plus because they watched the first six episodes. And then they had to redo it because they said we were wrong. And they gave Mm -hmm. it, like, an A-minus. Um, but I totally understand that. Um, there is an episode in this series that should have been nominated for an award where there's no dialogue whatsoever. It's him underwater, like, because this world is, like, filled with humans and anthropomorphic animals, where he's underwater going through this, like, uh, he's on a film tour because he's promoting his new indie film, and he goes to a film festival under the sea, mm-hmm. and he's wearing this helmet where he can't talk, and the entire entire 20 minutes is him exploring and trying to get stuff done and it's beautifully animated and stuff like that and the way they do stuff in the show is great so and uh bojack horseman available on netflix right now you can check out can would you be able to watch that singular episode without knowing the rest of the show if you just wanted to check out that episode would you be lost um i think well 
You could. I think you could watch it because the way he spells it out, because he goes through a 22-minute monologue about his mother, so he, if, he tells you about his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch a show, you know about his mother. But if you just watch that and you know about his mother... It catches you up. It catches you up a little bit, and then you can watch the rest of the show. I would suggest you watch the rest, but there's four seasons at this point. But you could totally just watch Free Churro by itself and appreciate it. All right, guys, so check out Bo- BoJack Horseman if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh... Mike, there's a lot of shows out there. I don't know if this can get into my cycle anytime soon to, to watch. I but... understand. I understand. It's just um, new seasons coming out later this year, so I'm excited for that. I'm I'm going to encourage you to give it another try, and honestly, I'd watch it with you if I could, Like if if we could try and figure that out. That's because... a lot of time together, Mike. Oh, you oh. want to spend all those hours together? We could do a vlog of us watching. Would, you... would people be... Hey, listeners, would you be interested in a, a live uh, stream of me sitting through, through four or five seasons of BoJack Horseman? Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I, I don't think there's enough uh, viewership for that, Mike. Oh, there's enough viewership. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, because it's not in my cycle yet. Maybe by the time this this thing grows and we get an audience, uh, maybe people will care. Maybe. Maybe. All right, let's get to the meat. Let's get off the meat and potatoes. Let's get to the meat. Lion King. New movie, remake of the classic, what was it, 1994? The, yeah, it was a Ranger Stanley Cup year. 1994. Ranger, yeah. Of course, of course you, you know that. Yeah. Um, so this is, God, I don't even know what number live, live action remake this is, even though technically it's not live action. Um, but we, we briefly talked about this last week uh, when we talked about Mulan, how many of these, I think it's fourth or fifth. No, there's way more than that. There's probably it seems like there's been four or five this year. I mean, there's maybe, been so maybe, many. Maybe I'm just thinking of this year. Maybe I'm just thinking of this year. And uh, it's just it's too much, especially this year. There's so many big movies from Disney. I don't know because and then you look at their schedule next year. I mean, you've got some some big movies, but I don't know why they bunched Aladdin and Lion King all together. You still have Frozen 2 coming out. I mean, there's so many movies Disney is putting out. But, Mike, The Lion King, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I, what, what do you think about the, the original? What oh, are... I love the original. The original, to me, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it's one of those movies that I feel like I have a life moment every time I watch it. Because it feels like there's just a great story and a great progression of events that you, you can relate it to real life great and music it, great music it gets you emotional and you just feel like after you watch that movie you feel like yeah i'm gonna go do the thing and then i don't do the thing but it makes me feel like i'm gonna go do the thing yeah i i know people love this movie and don't get me wrong i really like it but it was never one that i always watched i've seen the lion king a handful of times I, I really like the music. Music is great. You got a couple songs that are like instant Disney classics. Um, but I don't have the same attachment that most people have to to the original. Um, I was more uh, Pixar growing up. And then I, I watched, um, of course, Aladdin. Aladdin was probably my favorite uh, Disney movie from uh, the 90s. But you also had Tarzan. You had Hercules. So the ones that came out when I when I was uh, a kid, those are the ones that I gravitated the most. I never really watched the classic ones. Um, but Lion King, for whatever reason, just never really um, dug its, its hook into me. So I don't have this kind of uh, nostalgia for the first one. I don't have the connection like you obviously do. You say it's one of your favorite Disney movies. Yeah. Um, so 
to kind of go off about that, um, do you remember in the, I want to say early on in the movie, you were sitting next to me, and you just, I remember you laughed about it, but you just heard a... Big, big deep breath from it's you. Just like, it was maybe like 15-20 tw- minutes and I was like, oh boy. It's just like, I was watching again going <laughs> like, okay, here we go. It's just because, it was very weird to me, to a movie I watched, and then I'm like, oh, James Earl Jones, you did this when, what is he, like 8, is 70 now? What is he, 70? Uh, something like that, he's very old. So like, he was a <laughs> 50-year-old pretending to be a dad, in like, originally. And sure. a 50-year-old can pretend to be a dad, like, can act to be a dad. Now you have 70-year-old James Earl Jones pretending to be a dad when he I have the 50-year-old version in my head. I kind of wish they just recast him. It was weird that he was the only holdover from the original. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just cast somebody else. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was weird. He, when I heard, that, that's what made me sigh, it's just like, this is not... I would have preferred the recast for this for him. I love I love him, but I just feel like it would have been better to recast him. But you know what? I think that's that instance is like these Disney live-action remakes in a nutshell where they'll keep certain things and then change a few things here and there. It's like they can't just do something completely different. Although Mulan looks to be that way. But it seems like they always have to have at least you know, some tie-ins to the original, because if you're going to remake a movie, like I said last week, I don't want to see all of the same things. And that's the biggest criticism that people have said of this new Lion King, that it's just a shot-for-shot remake. Um, Well, but I I can't say that because, like I said, Lion King isn't one of my favorite movies, so I don't, I know some of the iconography. I know, obviously, you know, when Timon and Pumbaa and uh, Simba are walking across the sun and then it turns into the moon and everything. Yeah. I know those kinds of shots, but I don't know, you know, specific scenes. I don't know if uh, scenes in this one were, like, completely taken from the the original. They were. But. (laughs) They were. Okay. Uh, There were a lot of, this was kind of a shot for shot remake there was some at, when you're doing it felt to me like a shot for shot remake and i hate to step on your toes but like there oh, was please. something there was something in it that kind of just there were two things that you said that kind of stuck with me and i'll get to the one part after this there when you're doing a shot for shot remake when you do something different it stands out yeah the crit the animal critters that were with Timon and pumbaa those aren't in the original it's just him and it's just Timon and pumbaa living in the oasis eating bugs now you got these other like you got you know what the, those animals that were just in the oasis with them you know what that was that was fill, filler for the featuring section sure they were only there because you need to put their names in there you need to put those actors names in there and you had the two hyenas that were the comedy relief for whatever reason peel yeah was that in the animated movie well the original movie there are three hyenas right. there there are there's the one that just laughs there's Whoopi goldberg and then there's the guy who okay. um in this one there were not in this one they got rid of just the laughing one. Okay. Uh, they still have the leader who is the female. Right. I don't know her name, but like uh, it's not Whoopi Goldberg this time. Um, uh, but they replaced. They pretty much took the one comic relief. They took they took the two comic reliefs and made them into Key and Peele, which I'm that's fine. Which it wasn't Key and Peele. It was Key, but I think the other one was Eric Andre. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I, I think that's who it was. Okay, you know, Eric Andre is, is in this movie. It makes sense. It makes sense. Because um, King Peel were, was in uh, Toy, Toy Story. Story 4. 
So I, I when I, I maybe it's just because if I hear one, I hear the other. Key and Michael Key having a great year so far with oh, these Disney he, movies. Oh, get that money, get that money. <laughs> um, but they were they, the hyenas. The hyenas were fine. Um, I had no problem with the hyenas. I had no problem with any of the acting at all. Uh, I, I, I had one person. Was it Timon? No. Who was it? Beyonce. Beyonce as Nala was. Oh. This this might just be a me problem, but every time that she would talk in this movie, I would just flash back to like Foxy Cleopatra <laughs> and Goldmember. Like that's all I would hear for when she was talking as Nala in this movie. She's just oh. not a good actor. I'm sorry, she's not. Oh, but I'm um, sorry, I don't want to lose track of what I was saying for it. We'll get back to that. Um, just the shot for shot remake part. They did. There was too many parts where they just. It seemed like it went in the same direction. It's like it didn't differentiate itself enough. The only things it did different were the songs, and it wasn't different. It wasn't even different songs like they did in Aladdin. It was just the same songs, different covers. I mean, you did have that Beyonce song that was like played in a montage when they were running to back to thing. That was the one, which is. I mean, I'm sure like this is gonna be as the kids say a bop. But I don't know that you needed to put this in you know, there because you know, it, it's like it's one thing when you have songs that aren't being sung by the characters, but this is a person singing a song that is also a character in the movie, but the character isn't singing the song. This reminds me. Do you know of what, what I mean? It was like Pitbull. It was like Pitbull singing "Rains Down Africa" and Aquaman. It was just that kind of out of place thing, kind of. But at least Pitbull wasn't a character in Aquaman. You had oh. Beyonce there, but she's not. The, the, Nala is not singing the song. It's like a pop. It's like a pop song, which I don't. I, I, it's weird. It doesn't fit in. But why? why you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. Why? Why are you having a, a, the person voicing a character in this movie sing a song that the character that she's voicing isn't singing? You're right. Also, I'm sorry. I was thinking if Pitbull's a fish person after that, uh, being a king of the sea, just like a like a goldfish with. <laughs> it's like cats. They put Pitbull's face on a goldfish. It's like, will you join us, Dolly? <laughs> but that that's like that's i think everybody else is good oh um, yeah but no the can po- i just i want all right finish your I, point. I was gonna say that um overall it was just it was it felt like a, it was a remake there's no reason to see this movie it's the same movie um the only things they do different is they add critters to Tony puma for no reason just so they can put them on the credits um they add like they change a couple of like th- there's no laughing hyena now they just have two comedians and like that's fine um for live act it felt like it was supposed to be a Nat Geo like documentary but there was no blood mm-hmm. it felt like they were supposed to the should- CG looked great the CG looked great photorealistic but at the same time there was no character yeah it felt like if you watch an anime movie you could tell who the bad guy is you could tell what the emotions are for this movie, you just see the same lion face for everything. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like they can't emote, so you're getting all the emotion from the voice. Yeah. And it, but the voice wasn't matching the face. Yeah. So it, it that, but the actual CG itself looked great. Oh, yes. Um, Disney has money. Yeah. That's what we they can. They certainly do. That's what we can uh, distinct from this uh, whole thing. Um, it's, it's just fine, but it's just not, I, I'd rather. Was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? Because it seemed like you didn't want to see this movie because you thought want, it was going to be horrible. I didn't want to see this movie because I felt it was a waste of time. I still feel like that was this. I, you still I, feel that way. It's I don't need to see this movie. I feel like ooh, I got to give Donald Glover like a penny because I like Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. I like Childish Gambino. 
Ooh. So that that but that didn't make it worth your time, Mike. No, no if he started <laughs> he started like, started singing like this is America, but it's Pride Rock. Maybe it would have. That would have been something. That'd been great. Uh, yeah, you know, I like this better than Aladdin. Uh, that's not saying much. I didn't really like Aladdin at all. Real quick. It's uh, fine. Real quick. You said something about, like, when we were talking about James Earl Jones and him mm-hmm. being in this movie, do you think that if Robin Williams was alive and he wasn't, like, I remember I heard towards the end he might have been getting, like, Alzheimer's and stuff, but mm-hmm. if he was physically able, you think they would have put him as Genie in 100%. live action? So, like, that would have been weird. That would have been very weird. But, again, it's just, like, I'm just dumbfounded as to why James Earl... I mean, it's an iconic voice. James Earl Jones is one of the best voiceover actors of all time. You have this, you have Lion King, you have Star Wars. But at the same time, get somebody else. You have Sam Hunt, that other iconic role. Not in voiceover. You actually see the guy with the dog. So, there you go. To him, it's voiceover. Welcome to Sam. Because he's blind. Not too soon. (laughs) Uh... But, yeah, you know, it's just, I, I can't, I want my time back, because I could just go watch the movie again. Um, the one thing I'll also say is that I liked the banter between Timon and Pumbaa a lot. I was going to get to that, yeah. Billy Eichner um, and Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah. I love Billy Eichner. He cracks me up. I love Billy on the street. He's hilarious. Billy and, Street's great. And he's a really good singer, Billy Eichner. Oh, yes. I had heard that uh, he actually was in like involved in musical theater uh, younger. Um, Seth that? Rogen can't sing. You can tell that. He, he was auto-tuned in this movie. I thought he did fine, but yeah, he was auto-tuned. Very auto-tuned. It, was, it reminded me of Beauty and the Beast, where they auto-tuned uh, Emma Watson and Dan Stevens. The Beauty and the Beast, both main characters, had to be auto-tuned. That's another discussion. But yeah, I I think those two were the best part of the movie. Would yeah. you say that? Yeah, there was a lot of in-jokes with them. It's like, oh, like the whole like part introducing Kuna Matata or right after the song. It's like, yeah. those those bits are great, and I will appreciate them. I I will say that it's, it carved itself out a nice place of like its own thing, mm-hmm. you know? It didn't just have to be... It, 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 they did the same lines as the original Timon Pumbaa, but they added something else. I was like, okay, you tried, or at least the studio. The studio told them they could try. Sure. I don't know if the others could try. But they, did they try hard enough? No. But, like, when you're given Disney money, you don't have to try. You're just getting paid. But at least, because John Favreau directed this movie. He also did The Jungle Book, which was from a few years ago. Um, that one is pretty different from the original. If you go back and watch the original Jungle Book and you watch the remake, that's a remake that works because it takes a couple songs. It doesn't take all the songs from the original. It expands the story because the original movie is like, I don't know, 70-something minutes maybe. So he expanded the movie. This one was expanded by like a half hour uh, because it was like two hours long and the original I think is like 90 minutes. That felt like... But at the same. when you expanded this movie, it didn't really add anything to the story. It, the Jungle Book, when they expanded that runtime, it added to that story. How long was the montage of them running in the desert back home? It seemed like forever. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of where did they add stuff to the story? Because I'm like... It's just, like, little scenes here and there. Yeah. It's conversation kind of scenes. Like, it doesn't add anything to the actual plot. You know what? Was- it seems like the, the part where he's young Simba was longer in this movie uh, than the original, or am I just making that up? I think you're just making that up. Oh, okay. Nala escaped. I don't think I don't think Nala escaping was in the original either. I don't remember that. 
I don't know. But this, I I had read that, yeah, this was like a, an extra half hour. Um, but, yeah. The music's good. Music's awesome. You had a, you had a problem with, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Because it's in the middle of the day. <laughs> Why do I want, it's like, the, how do you mess that up? Tonight. It's, it's tonight. I literally looked at him. I, I looked at Bobby. Next to me, I go, the sun's out. Like, how, how do you fuck that up? It's literally the song is called "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." Well, Mike, maybe it's like uh, like Sweden where they have like eighteen hour days <laughs> where the sun's out, Africa. and it's technically tonight. It's a- just the sun's still out. Africa is not Sweden. <laughs> Look at a globe. <laughs> well, that was something, Mike, huh? Yes, it was, Bobby. So what just happened? Uh, we just had a technical issue where I was yelling about animation and then a pop Look at the globe! Look at the globe! And then I was like, you can make a night scene look like day in animation, uh, but you can't do it in this CG. And then the audio popped and died, kind of like a... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this mic now. Yeah, I don't know. We'll Two at... shows in, the mic's dying. That's not a good sign. It's, uh, it's a reference to our quality. <laughs> yeah. Is this a metaphor for the podcast? Yes, it is. For the podcast industry. It's a bubble waiting to pop. So we're we're recording on stereo right now, so it's not going to sound as good. I apologize for that. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should just wrap up, because I'm kind of defeated right now. Oh, yeah. Um, but listen, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't really like it. It was... It was good-ish. It was good-ish. I saw Would that, I watch yeah. it again? No. Yeah. If I'm going to watch The Lion King, I'll watch the original. Um, but there were aspects I liked. I would argue that Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen were better the in this movie than Nathan Lane and whoever else was in the original. Yeah. Is that a hot take? I don't know. Uh, that's just totally personal opinion. I like Nathan Lane because he's like... Oh, a, I like Nathan Lane too. Nathan Lane's a Broadway actor, so him singing is like really good. But Billy Eichner like shocked me, kind of like how he shocked you with how good of a singer he is. Yeah. So I'm fine with either or, and I, they did their own thing too. So uh, would you, would you recommend people go and see this movie, Mike? Uh, no. I, <laughs> I, I like, I, I, I didn't hate this movie. I just prefer the original a lot more, and I don't think this movie is necessary. Yeah, I would probably say the same thing. Although, listen, if you have kids, it's a, it's a, it's an okay time. It's a good there time. There are so many kids in the you theater. You can sit through this. Yeah, uh, the kids won't. They'll get up and start, like, making noises. Sure. Because that's what kids do these days, right? They, they, they can't sit down they, for like 20 minutes. Yeah, or they'll play with their straws and their cups. That too. So, I mean, listen, you're not going to hate yourself if you go see this movie. Uh, another, Neither of us are recommending it. But if, you know, you have... This uh, is going to be on Freeform in like a year. If you, There's no problem watching this. Yeah, I mean, it's a good date night movie. It's a good movie to see with kids. Uh, but I wouldn't, we wouldn't recommend it. No. Just watch the original. Just watch the original. You can get it for like five bucks in discount bin. So, what, the original? I've been to like, I've seen it in discount bins. Maybe the direct-to-sequel movies, but these no, these originals no. are kind of like... Lion King 1 and a half, like, yeah. you'll see that, yeah. But sure. No, I've, I've, maybe, I, maybe I'm thinking of like used copies. Probably. Probably thinking of used copies. No, back when, back when, uh... Like, Don't talk shit about Blu-rays. Or DVDs. No, no, Damn no, no. You. no. Back when I was in college, they had the thing where you can buy a movie for like five bucks. That was oh, used. Okay. It was like buy it for a dollar or five dollars, and like Lion King was there a bunch. I'm like, I. <laughs> Is that what you said when you I'm saw like, it? I. 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 Like, I. 
<laughs> well, on that note, guys, we're going to close oh, out boy. the show. John C- a John Cena movie. I... Was that $1 was that $5? That $5. What? <laughs> I want to know what these $1 titles are, then, if John Cena's in the... <laughs> five dollar title Gotta get that marine oh my god well guys uh, that's about it hopefully our uh recording microphone here works for next week if not um you might get like a uh, the podcast recorded on my iphone and we'll do it that way the audio is not going to be good but until we get this fixed i don't know what's going on if anybody is a tech expert let me know uh Hopefully that I can get this fixed. This thing was $110. This is my second official use of the microphone, and it's already dying, so that's probably not a good sign. Blue Yeti, help me out here. Contact me, reach out, send me a new one. That would be great. Yeah, and sponsor us. Please do. And uh, just more plugs. Uh, we want to reiterate. Uh, Twitter, Pick Perfect Cast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, at Picture Perfect, we are available on Apple Podcasts. Please rate us five stars. Uh, that really helps out the podcast. You can also find us on Spotify. Uh, Mike, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Michael B underscore ninety six. You can find me on. T- <laughs> it's fine, Mike. I mean, listen, we're defeated right now. You don't have to get closer to the mic. I'll just I'll do something here. You okay? Do I'll do it again? No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm keeping all this in. But you can find... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to do enough editing, piecing these two clips together. This is going to be a real pain. Do you know that, Mike? <laughs> anyway, I'm that Bobby is gross on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thank you once again for giving us such great feedback. Uh, all the love in the world to you guys. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mike? Bye. Bye. <laughs>